0: Hi, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Emmy Awards. So I'm gonna get right into it because I have a lot to say. This episode is going to be about my experience at Kenyon College, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, I'm going to be brutally honest. Um, I'm gonna try not to be graphic about some things that I went through. I do wanna give a quick trigger warning um, if the topic of hospitalization or um, suicide or anything like that is triggering for you, maybe skip this episode. Um, I'm not gonna be graphic about anything. But I will be mentioning those things in passing because they are very important. I was going to say unfortunately, but they're, regardless of any good or bad parts of that, um, they are part of my story at Kenyon. And a lot of my experience at Kenyon was shaped by being mentally ill. And I will get into that. Um, Another quick thing before we get started. Happy March. This is the first podcast episode that will be out in March, which means it'll almost well no, no because I the first podcast um, prim, like went up on February 14th. but um, I've been working like testing the audio for this podcast and stuff since the beginning of February. So it'll be like a month um, which is kind of crazy. So proud of myself, proud that I put out four episodes, hopefully, It'll keep going from here. Um, I will be going to New York at some point, so hopefully it shouldn't change upload day for me, but if it does, um, I'm sorry about that. Um, I might be able to film an episode with my sister, which will be really cool, because I'm gonna see her, but um, yeah. So if there's a delay, that's why. Um, Also just wanted to give a quick shout out to my friend, Bill. Shout out to you, Bill. I mentioned him in the last one. He was my friend who vlogged. (laughs) Um, And honestly, he's the reason I started a YouTube channel. So shout out to Bill. Um, If you want a shout out, just tell me you listen to the podcast. Um, (laughs) I'm really, I'm not that hard to please. So anyways, I wrote notes of what I wanted to say about and so I could keep it structured and everything. Um, So again, trigger warnings. Um... I'll let you know before that's happening, and I'll probably leave a timestamp in the description of the episode and the YouTube video. So, again, I will not be graphic. I will—that's not, not my place here. I don't want to trigger anybody, but um, I do need to touch on it. So, anyways, how did I? The first thing I have on my list is how I found out about Kenyan. So, funny story: my first therapist recommended Kenyon to me when I was a sophomore. And she mentioned it to me because um, I was a vegetarian or I was starting to become a vegetarian. I think I was starting to become a vegetarian. I wasn't completely a vegetarian until I think junior year. But anyways, like locally sourced food and stuff like that, she like thought it would be really interesting. Plus she thought that like the vibe was like, she was like, I just feel like you would do well there. One of my daughter's best friends went to Kenya and I just feel like you would fit in there. this was before I knew I wanted to be an English major. I mean, she knew I liked writing. I knew I liked writing, but um, I always say that Kenyon was kind of one of the first colleges I really looked into. I knew about the University of Maryland because um, I grew up in Maryland. So obviously I had actually been to a like tour or like an event or something at University of Maryland School of Journalism, and I remember something I really liked about it was that their average class size was 15 students, um, which is funny because Kenyon's average class size is is also 15 students. Um, So Kenyon was always in the back of my mind. I put it off. I wasn't thinking about college sophomore year, and um, when I did finally start looking at colleges, I realized that a lot of the things I wanted out of a college kind of just matched up with Kenyan. I was like, oh, strong English program, small school. And so I was like, maybe it's Kenyan. Um, But I'm a very indecisive person and I took the early decision choice very seriously. So I wasn't sure if I wanted to commit because I was worried that I would get in and then I'd regret it or um, I wouldn't get in and then I wouldn't, like, I was just scared of that. But eventually after my visit, I was like, I mean, if you get into any other school, but you get into Kenyon, you're still going to go to Kenya. So I applied to Kenya early decision. I don't regret it um, for many reasons. One, I knew I wanted to go and I got in. And um, so obviously it worked out for me, but and I'm, I'm happy with my college experience overall. But also because I have to say getting in early to a college and then not worrying about it for like, like it was great. Like it was really great. Like the whole deciding between colleges in like May, like I, I think I I would have lost my mind. Um, and I would have just been worried that I was making the wrong choice. So I'm just glad that I applied to one school and that was it. Um, I do think though, in retrospect, me applying early decision to Kenyon and kind of putting all my eggs in one basket when I was having trouble at Kenyon, I did kind of like feel like well if I leave like where else will I go because that's the only place I ever really saw myself going to college um I don't know if that's a good or bad thing it's just something I think about in retrospect so I really liked Kenyan I remember when I visited what my tour guide said that she had had dinner at professors houses and my teachers were my favorite part of high school so that really stood out to me and I just generally was so taken aback by how much like everybody I interacted with when I was visiting like wanting to get to know me and I didn't feel that way in my high school of like people I went to school with for four years like 90% of them didn't care about me at all which is like fine but the way that I was just a visiting student I had I was like a junior when I visited I could have never applied to Kenyan but all of the students I met genuinely just like cared and wanted to get to know me, just because I was a person visiting Kenyon, like it wasn't, they had no commitment to me, I had no commitment to them, but I felt so welcome and it felt so at home, and I moved around a lot when I was a kid, I never really felt like I had a sense of home, and I thought Kenyon could be that for me. So I applied early decision, and it was a good choice for me. So what was i something else i put what was different slash what was i unprepared for i worked for the office of admissions and i got asked the question of a lot of like what advice would you give to like an incoming kenyan student or what advice would you give to your freshman yourself and i think it's a few things what i was unprepared for was the and it might sound stupid in retrospect i feel stupid was like the residential aspect of college was like for me it was very easy in high school to not get super caught up about like comparing my social life to my peers like it, it still hurts sometimes but for the most part it was like I wasn't living with these people so if I like if I didn't go to a party on Friday like it wasn't in my face that other people in my school were going to parties I didn't have a snapchat in high school I was like for the most part I had never experienced like truly like FOMO so it was just hard for me when I got to college just to be like People are just like, I felt like everybody and like, I know this isn't true, but I felt like everybody just instantly like had a group of people and fit in and felt right at home. And I didn't feel that way, which was really jarring considering I had felt so at home on the two visits that I went on. So it was just hard for me. Um, I'm a twin and it was really hard to not be around my sister. So I just had a harder time adjusting. And I think, um, I would just the advice I would give my first-year self is just to give yourself grace and that it takes a little bit of effort to be part of the community. But once you are and once you find, like, your rhythm, it's so worth it and it's, like, magical and I'll get to that. But um, I wish I could have just given myself grace and not beat myself up for the fact that I didn't feel instantly like everything made sense about college. I also think I hated my high school experience so much and I put so much weight into, like, college will be better that... Again, I don't think I gave myself the, the grace for things to be a little bit bad sometimes. Um, I think I was just expecting it to be perfect. And when it wasn't, it like was devastating. Um, that and also another advice I always give is I feel like when I got to Kenyan, I felt like I needed to be a different version of myself for people to like me. And I feel like I was trying too hard to figure out what people wanted me to be and I wasn't just like doing things organically. I was overthinking everything and I wasn't just being myself. And then after everything I went through, which I'll get to in a po- like to a second, I really I got to a point where I was like I don't care. Like I was like fuck it, if people don't like me, people don't like me. And I think when I stopped caring some extent and i was like the people that like me will like me and the people that don't like me don't like me honestly it wasn't a genuine like i no longer cared what people thought obviously i cared what people thought but it just became so much more energy to try to be somebody i wasn't than just allowing myself to be myself and if i made mistakes like learn from them it just took so much effort to be like this calculated like it was it was just exhausting and that and i didn't have the energy I didn't have the energy anymore. Um, but anyway, so I, I always just say, and I feel like this is good advice for college in general, Don't try to, or life, don't try to be what you think other people want you to be. Just be yourself, and the people that like you will like you, and the people who don't like you don't won't like you. And that's okay. Not everybody needs to like you. So anyways, I feel like I kind of went on a tangent. So anyways, this is the part that gets kind of hard. Now, my first year of college is very blurry, um... So I'm not gonna mention that much by detail, but um, I went through a bit of a mental health crisis. I attempted suicide and I was hospitalized. Now that was all very hard. Again, I don't really wanna get into the semantics because um, a lot of it's very personal. Hospitalization is very personal. It was all, it was very hard. I did write an article about Kenyon's handling of it. And I'll link that down below. Um, but I think, and I've been asked this question of like, obviously I was going through a lot to to get to that point. And I've had people be like, it, what do you think Kenyon could have done to help you navigate like coming back to college and navigating like the trauma you were experiencing that led to the attempt, but also the aftermath and I always say I don't genuinely know if there's a ton Kenyon could have done but I think the way they treated me honestly made it worse like that is the thing that frustrates me the most in retrospect because Kenyon's reaction to me was trying to get me to leave and trying to yeah just trying to get me to leave and it was it was just hard because And I wrote another article touching on my first year, which will be out, I don't know when, for the Collegian magazine. Um, But I just kind of felt like I was being punished for struggling. And it, it was just hard. And I think a lot of the insecurities that I was feeling and a lot of the like pain I was feeling of not instantly fitting in was validated when I felt like the college itself was telling me like no you do not belong here you currently are not well enough to be here and it's just like with enough with accommodations and like finding a community and proper therapy like I did really well at Kenyon my last semester at Kenyon I mean I won't I'll, I'll get there but anyways it's like in retrospect now being on the other side of it and having graduated um and having done really well there for like the last year and a half that I was there, more than that, the last two years that I was there basically, I like am like I had the potential. Like I was a productive member of the community. I just yeah, and, and I anyways, um I don't really wanna talk a ton about my first year, but I did need to touch on that because it was it was it's very important to the arc of my Kenyan journey. So that happened my first semester. I came back um went to an intensive outpatient program, which is a whole other story that I don't really wanna talk about either. Um, But anyways, then second semester rolled around and because of the way um, Kenyon had handled everything, I kind of was like repressing everything. I was repressing everything. Um, I also very stupidly was taking an 810 every day of the week. and I'm not even normally a morning person but I was having trouble sleeping I just generally wasn't taking care of myself because I was repressing a lot and not letting myself talk about it feel it the only therapy I had was this um, outpatient program which wasn't helping me and then after that I didn't really transition into like any therapy so I just I I I was just not well I was not well I have time hop and it's kind of depressing to see every like like the notifications from four years ago because I was I was just not doing well. Um also on the I had an eight ten every day of the week. That was pure stupidity. I had never done ad drop. I was too scared of doing ad drop and I was just like, no, I need to come into this. And it was not good. It was not good. My grades started going down. It wasn't my worst academic semester, but it definitely was like the start of a decline. Then um over this this summer Going into sophomore year, I I found a therapist. I got an ESA. I was like, I went into sophomore year a lot more um, ready to handle things. Like genuinely sophomore year, I came more prepared. I kind of underestimated the level of mental health care, I guess, that I I would need. And I kind of just assumed that the college, like the resources would have been enough and they just, they weren't for me. and I think that wasn't the sole reason that I got to the plate, that place, but um, I think, yeah, just the res- the resources weren't good enough for me. So I found a therapist um, going into sophomore year. I'll get more into my opinions on like all of that at the end. I have a bit of a rant that I want to go on on ways I think Kenyon could be better, but I don't want to like nitpick right now so I can just get to the story because it's four years of my life and I want to just genuinely not take too long but still touch on everything that's important so I got a cat oh um sorry a little going back a little bit um second semester the only other really notable thing that happened in my life was I joined a sorority which honestly was very crucial to my doing well at Kenyon as well so I love you um AST if you're watching this anybody in AST um so I'm worried that my audio is like not good. Um, anyways, so I don't know if, I'm, if I should hold the microphone or not. Hello? Anyways, I'm just going to put it down. I'm, I'm, can you tell that I'm nervous? I'm like getting distracted because I'm nervous because this is hard to talk about. But um, so sophomore year was rough. I very stupidly... I went into Kenya and wanting to be an English major. And I didn't like the English classes I took my first year of college. I didn't like them. Uh, I, they just like fell flat for me. And the only class that I really felt like was challenging me and what I wanted out of college was the calculus class I took. And I really liked the calculus class. And so I was like, okay, I'll take another math class. And I kind of decided maybe I'll be a math major. Now I do not know why. Like I genuinely, I don't know why. I was also not doing well mentally. Again, I had a therapist, so things were a little bit better up until October when the anniversary of everything came up and um, I started having really bad nightmares. I wasn't sleeping. Um, I pulled more all night or sophomore year than I probably slept through the night. Um, it was generally not a good time in my life. And then I believe at the end of that semester, I was put on conditional enrollment. So, first semester of sophomore year, I I think I got my first D. I I was I was not doing I was not doing well academically. And so going into second semester, they put me on conditional enrollment, which basically is like you need to maintain this GPA and meet with somebody and yeah, it was basically I needed to get my grades up. So, that wasn't great. I was, I was generally not doing well. Doing better. I don't know if I was doing better. It was a different kind of struggle because maybe it was after the second semester that I wanna put on. No, it was after the first. Sorry. I'm trying to remember this, but, um, yeah, it was, it was just not the best. It was not the best. Oh, I hadn't, Like I said, I had repressed a lot and it was just coming to the surface and I was trying to deal with some of it, but I just, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with all of it. Um, And something I mentioned in my article for the Collegian is that Kenyon kind of like gave me a list of things I needed to like do to stay. And I didn't know like when that ended like I didn't know if I was I felt like I was like am I <laughs> still under contract like I I didn't know what I could do like I didn't genuinely and maybe that sounds stupid but they didn't give me like a set time so there were certain things that like I was like I don't know if I still have to do this if I can't do this it was it was just a weird time in my life and I didn't want to revisit like it I didn't want so I, I just kind of kept it pushing but um Second semester of sophomore year, I remember being a little bit better. Send-off was really fun. That was the first send-off I went to because I didn't go my freshman year. The first and only send-off I went to. Um, if you're watching this from Kenyon and you go there right now and there's a send-off this semester, can you please put me on the guest list? Thank you. Like, I, if you can invite guests who don't go to the school anymore because I really want to go to another send-off. It was the send off that Echo Smith was there and they played cool, t- cool kids. That was honestly one of the best weekends ever. But generally, you know, I, I, was, I was doing okay. Sophomore year was a little bit better. Not academically, but emotionally, I think I was starting to like come into my own. Um, cer- certainly it was better than freshman year. And I believed I joined her campus either second semester sophomore year or first semester junior year. I think it was second semester freshman year or sophomore year. So that was really good. Um, that gave me something to do. Um, I hadn't really gotten involved with a ton of things beyond my sorority. So as soon as I started getting involved with things, that definitely helped. So um, yeah, I believe I joined second semester sophomore year, but at my first article didn't go, like I didn't write my first article until first semester of junior year because I remember my first her campus article. So junior year rolled around and um, the summer before junior year was like one of the worst summers of my life. I really wanted to stay at Kenyon. I did not want to go home. Um, my parents still had the house in Maryland at this point. They just weren't living in it full time. So I, it was like I could come back here, but I, I really didn't want to. I wanted to stay at Kenyon. I really wanted a summer job, and I felt like I had a better chance of getting a summer job at Kenyon, and then it would, like, give me housing, too. So I, I tried. I couldn't I couldn't get a summer job. I came home for the summer. I worked at a crappy photography job. Um... The job itself was fine. I loved taking photos. I worked at a photo studio, but I, I didn't love my boss. I didn't have, like, a set schedule. It was just kind of like I found out that week, like, what days I was working. And, like, th- there were some hours that I was like, I can't work these hours. But um, for the most part, it was just kind of like whenever. And it was just very stressful for me. I did that summer. I also, I had sophomore year, I had mulliganed, um, which is Kenyon gives you one free, like freebie. So I mulliganed a class and I also medically withdrew from a, from a class, both math classes. One was statistics and the other was calculus three. Um, I had, I think this was the second semester that I had medically withdrawn from a course. Um, and it was basically just I wasn't mentally well enough to handle a full course load at this point, and because I was on conditional enrollment, I didn't know that I could be on a reduced course load accommodation because the requirement says you need to be, like the re- the requirements say you need to be on a full course load to, and, and then get this certain GPA to be taken off. So I was under the impression I couldn't be on a reduced course load, but I couldn't handle a regular course load, but I also didn't want to leave Kenya. So it was, it, I don't know. I do think while Kenyan's got reaction to try to get me to leave my first semester, I don't think leaving in that moment would have been best for me. There are moments in my Kenyan experience where I think maybe a semester off may have helped. Um, but ultimately, I'm happy with the way I, I did everything and the way things turned out, despite the bad parts. But um, so I just, I couldn't handle a whole course, but I didn't know that Doing a reduced course load was an option for me at this point. Um, so junior year rolled around. I got a car. Um, I I was honestly, I went into ju- junior year feeling good. I had my same therapist. I got a job working at the library or the library because we didn't have one. Um, I was working in mod B. And I, I, went into, I went into the semester feeling good. Although, fun fact, I like... I didn't get a new car, and then was planning on bringing it to Kenyon. I was planning on bringing my parents' like car that we had all throughout high school, um, and I think maybe even middle school. Like I, I was bringing that car to Kenyon. It was a Kia, (laughs) and um, she was a little bit old at that point. You know, the Kia. I don't remember her name, but um, poor baby Kia died two hours into the trip to Ohio. So, we had to get a tow truck and get a rental car the rest of the way. And then I was like, So, I'm just not going to have a car? (laughs) Cool. Which, like, there are arguments about whether people in Kenya need cars or not. Look, I was going to Therapy in Columbus. I needed a car. I didn't have a car for the first year that I did Therapy in Columbus. And my dad was like, I could, like, part of what convinced your mother was that we were paying for transportation anyway. So, um, and honestly, Cornelia, my car is the best. Um, You can tell I got her in 2019 because I named her Cornelia, Um, but that was like the best thing ever. So first semester junior year was a little bit rough as well. I um, remember Kenyon did this thing called send Send Silence Packing, which was about suicide awareness and I got pissed off. I, that was my first hard campus article. I, in part of the things that Kenyon asked of me, the requirements for me to stay, I hope that this episode hasn't been too scatterbrained. I'm trying to be chronological, but I feel like my brain is just kind of like, anyways, um, in the requirements, one of the things was that I couldn't tell my peers if I was struggling with thoughts of harming myself or suicidal ideation because it wasn't up to my fellow students to determine whether it was just, because suicidality is like, there is a difference between being suicidal and then actively being suicidal in the way that you are like have a plan or actively going to hurt yourself. Like urges do not equal actions and you can be suicidal without being without like being about to hurt yourself, if that makes sense. Um, Maybe I'll find an article that links it down below. But anyways, so I I just, I felt silenced, you know, insert Oprah GIF here. And so when Kenyon did an event called Send Silence Packing, I was really angry. One, because the event was horrible. Um, And two, because they had silenced me. So I wrote a Her Campus article about it. not a ton came from it it did make me feel better um and it was it was just good it was good it was the first time i had started to say some things and i had started to be like kenyan influenced the way i viewed my own suicide attempt negatively i don't feel like i had been able to say that up until that point um that semester i also was in a play um and i auditioned on a whim a lot of my friends were abroad and i was like the play takes place in Spain. I speak Spanish and I auditioned. Now I didn't know about main stage places, plays versus student-run plays. I didn't know. I just saw that it took place in Spain and I auditioned and I got a call back and then I got a part. Um, so that took up a lot of my time and that was really fun um, and I really think it kept me from dropping out of Kenya. That semester was really hard for me. My course load was way too much for me to handle. I... I was, I I got fired from my job. I was dealing with a lot and, um, I was struggling academically and a lot of my friends weren't there. I felt like I finally had a good group of friends that I ate like dinner with. And I felt like I had people constantly there and beyond my sorority I didn't feel like I had that and even then a lot of my like friends from my sorority were like abroad it just it felt like a lot of the people that I knew weren't there and I just remember because the summer was so rough just wanting Kenyan to feel the same when I got back and it felt different and because I was struggling so much academically and I hadn't fully come to terms with everything and I hadn't got into a point in healing where I was like, everything that happened to me wasn't my fault. I still felt like everything was my fault and that I deserved everything that happened to me. And so, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, just read my Collegian article because I don't want to get into the specific story. Um, and it'll take you way less to read that article than it will to listen to me talk about it. And I'm, I'm not in the mood to cry today. So, um, I I w- I just wasn't doing well. I also my therapist I had been seeing for like a year was leaving her practice to work at the VA. So I I was just it was a rough semester, um, and that play I think really kept me from leaving Kenyon. At this point, my parents were living in Brazil full time, so it it would have been a completely like shot in the dark. Like I I don't know where I would have gone if I left Kenyon that semester. And I think that's part of the reason that I stayed as well. But it was just not a good semester. That semester ended with me doing the worst academically I'd ever done and feeling really hopeless because it had now been two semesters of conditional enrollment. And they typically say that if you're on conditional enrollment for more than two semesters and you haven't gotten your GPA up, they will require you to withdraw from Kenyon for at least a semester. And I even though I had thought about dropping out after the play and after everything that semester, I, I didn't, I didn't want to leave. I really didn't want to leave. Um, I did really like come to terms with leaving. I made a whole plan of like what I would do if I left. Like I'd apply to art school. Like I'd really take the semester to like, like succeed. And like, I, I, I was like planning it and, I, I got very lucky that the dean of academic, the dean, one of the deans, <laughs> I don't want to say his name, but um, my parents like spoke to him and were like, Emmy really just needs a reduced course load, but she can't because she's on conditional enrollment. And he was like, no, she can be on a reduced course load. And he like explained to my parents, the requirement to get off of conditional enrollment is to be on a full course load. But if you have a reduced course load accommodation, then that, whatever that reduction is, is considered a full course load because you are accommodated for that. Um, And that changed everything. Like the office of, of, not admissions, the office of, the student accessibility office had told me that I couldn't be on a reduced course load. So that changed everything for me. And it was actually... Um it's really funny to think about in retrospect, but spring of junior year which was 2020 was the best semester I ever had. I I was finally doing well academically. I I just I it was it was amazing. It was genuinely the best time of my life and I remember going into spring break being like man, this semester is gonna end like, and I'm actually gonna be doing well. I'm gonna get off of conditional enrollment and my ne- my last year of college will be perfect. Um, and then COVID happened and I have to say, COVID didn't make my Kenyan experience worse. Now I was lucky in a lot of ways that I got to stay on campus. So my parents were living in Brazil. I was on campus for spring break. I had requested break housing. And so I was in Old Kenyon, just chilling, and they extended the spring break, so I requested to stay a little bit longer, and eventually they closed closed the residence halls, except if you had been there for the extended spring break, you could apply to stay. Um, So I did. They let me stay. I stayed until... That was a weird semester though, because I I was living in old Kenyan and then they moved us into other dorms so we could all have kitchens because they started making us cook for ourselves, which there are actually some videos on this channel of when I was moving to Capels. So I moved to Capels and then I lived in a CA suite. If you're not from Kenyan, that's like, we call them CAs, but it's like the equivalent of an RA. So I lived in a suite in Capels, and it had community advisor on the door, and I felt so powerful because I'm not a community advisor, but um, yeah, I I lived in in Capels capable, in for a little while. Um, cooked for myself in the Capels kitchen. It was a very weird time to be on campus because it was so empty. I imagine somewhat it was like what being there for the summer was. I was there for a little bit of the summer. Um, until like mid June. And then um, I went to live with my sister. I do have to say, I didn't mind remote learning. I didn't. Um, even when we went hybrid, like I I like remote learning. I genuinely do. Not just because like, at the beginning of the pandemic, I wasn't like, it wasn't this thing of like, I guess seeing people wasn't an option, but like remote learning, even when it was like, um, I'm like rambling. So I, I really liked remote learning because participation felt so much easier to me. I got so scared participating in person. I remember because that was such a weird semester and the way it ended. And even though like I was gen- generally doing better, um, in all, in all aspects, like mentally as well for the most part. Like I, it was also just really, really weird because my parents were abroad. Everybody was experiencing for the most part something that I wasn't by like going back home and living in their childhood bedrooms and I was alone. And when COVID first hit, my mom, my parents were like in different countries. Um, they weren't both in Brazil. It was, all, it was all very crazy and stressful. And I moved a few times because I moved to Caples and then I moved to an apartment for the two weeks that I was there for the summer. Um, like, after the semester ended, they moved us to apartments, Um, and so, like, it it was just a very crazy time, and I remember I had, like, I went to office hours with one of my favorite English professors, and I was, like, I'm really sorry if, like, my participation's been bad. It's just, like, such a weird time, and I don't know if I'm doing the remote learning thing, like, good or well, and she was, like, I mean, you've been doing amazing. Like, I actually feel like you participate more when it's like a discussion thread than like in person. And she had also had me my sophomore year and she was like, and generally, like even when we were in class, like you've gotten so much better at participating and like you don't seem as hesitant when you say things, um, which was really nice. She was like, "I'm," it's great to see like your growth. So that was really, that was really great. And that semester I got off of conditional enrollment. Um, and that summer I lived with my sister in Evanston and it was very, a lovely summer. Um, sometimes I get really nostalgic for like summer 2020 and living with my sister in Evanston. Um, and just, I don't know that, that was, that was one of the best summers of my life. Um, but yeah, so then I don't, I haven't even been looking at my, my notes, but I I think anyways, I'm, I'm on the right train train of thought. Um, and then, okay, so I had a weird senior year because I was a second semester senior in December. I graduated in December, but I was I was a senior for three semesters. So a lot of the times, if you take a semester off, you're like, like, while other people are first semester seniors, you're a second semester junior. That never happened to me. I went into senior year of 20, like fall of 2021, and I was a senior. I was registered as a senior everywhere. Now, I knew with the amount of credits I was taking and that I was going to take for the next two semesters that I planned to be at Kenyon, I already knew that I was likely graduating in December. Um, Like, that that was a possibility for me the whole time. But um, going into senior year, I had originally planned to do my senior seminar and my, my capstone in the fall. And then when COVID happened, she was like... She, it was an option to either do it in the spring, but I was going to be on campus anyway. So I was like, I'll just do it in the fall. Um, and that that was a really fun fall. I, um, I was only taking three classes. I was in intro drama, baby drama, as we call it at Kenyan, my senior seminar in literature and in like a 200 level English class, maybe a 300 level. That English class was completely remote. My um, acting, my drama class was completely in person, and then my senior seminar in English was hybrid. So, um, yeah. So it was it was a good mix of things. That was also the semester that I started the Collegian. Um, It was very funny how I joined the Collegian. I. I had been to one production night my, my freshman year when the collegian offices were on, were in like third floor piers or whatever. Um, and I went really early and I guess because I'd only done it in like high school, I, I was like, nothing's ready to be put on the page. It was like 5 p.m. Um, and now having designed the newspaper, <laughs> like, I'm like, Emmy, why would you possibly think anything would be done at 5 p.m. on a Tuesday? But, you know, live, laugh, love. So, and I had written one news article as well because I had a friend from my high school who went to Kenyon and she was the news editor of The Collegian my, my freshman year. And she really kept pushing me to write and I was just too depressed, so I didn't. But my friend, Sophie, hi Sophie, if you're watching this, um, going into... Senior year was like, Hey, the collegiate needs a design person, you should email them. And I was like, Okay, and so I sent them an email, they're like the collegiate email, and I was like, Hi, I'm Emmy. Like, so if you told me you need a design person, I've been doing design since high school. And then the current managing editor at the time, Jackson, hi, Jackson, if you're watching this, he emailed me back and he was like, Get back to me closer he was like yeah that sounds great like get back to me like closer to the start of the next semester and then he wasn't there that semester um I told him this later and he was like I don't remember that but um I do because then Sophie ended up being the managing editor so she was just kind of like are you still down to do design and I was like yeah and that was it I never applied I just knew people so um that was fun I had a co-design editor his name's Reed hi Reed (laughs) i'm just giving people shoutouts in this episode um and it was great i really like designing for the collegian just was such a crucial part in like what made my senior year so great i felt so confident about what i was doing like designing a newspaper is like what i know i'm best at and it was just an amazing feeling constantly um that and I really loved my classes I have to say like it was a very weird semester because I was on campus but it was mostly just underclassmen that were on campus my parents were still living in Brazil so I applied to come back because when I left campus in June I was like I can live with my sister for the summer but like we cannot both be doing our senior year of college like in a studio apartment we don't have rooms and we might be in class at the same time like it was just it. it would have been really, really hard. So I was like freaking out that they wouldn't let me come back, but they said that they probably would and they did let me come back. So I I was on campus, there were very few seniors. It was a very weird and isolating semester for a lot of reasons, but the collegian and my senior seminar really just made it worth it. I also made a really good friend. Her name's Tati, hi if you're watching. That was really nice. Um, So overall it was a very positive semester. I did my senior capstone in English on the Percy Jackson series. Um, It wasn't just about the Percy Jackson series. I just like saying that it's about the Percy Jackson series. I went into my senior capstone being like, I wanna do it on the Percy Jackson series. And my professor for my senior seminar was like, what's Percy Jackson? And um, when I explained it to her, she was like, okay, you need to find some kind of angle with that. So I ultimately, there were a few things that I, like, toyed with. I could have done, like, mythology stuff. I could have done, like... But ultimately, I I was like, what made Percy Jackson special to me? Why did I connect with it? And it was always that Percy felt like a troubled kid. Like, he felt different. And then he found out that his differences, like, made him a superhero in some way. Um, and so I I took the blends of disability in young adult fiction and specifically neurodivergence and also mental illness. And, um, because Percy Jackson, I wanted to do a literary review essay. I didn't want to do a typical analytical essay. So, um, for a literary review, you have to pick books that are more recent than Percy Jackson because it came out in 2016. So I used Percy Jackson as a framework, and then I reviewed three more, um, contemporary books from like 2015, um, that dealt with mental illness in young adult fiction. And I kind of compared similarities. And ultimately my thesis was that disability works as like a connector between like two worlds. Like there's a liminal space in existing as a disabled kid in these books. Um, whether Percy, in Percy Jackson, it's between like the mythological world or like the regal world. Um, in other books I read, it was like world worlds caused by like delusion and those worlds are real but they're also like I don't know it was just it was it was an interesting I think it's still the best thing I've ever written Um, and it was just a really nice experience because I got to talk about a series that really meant a lot to me and I also found some other books that kind of like were very healing for me in ways I didn't expect I read a book about a psych ward for the first time ever Um, and I think all three of the books T- touched on psychiatric care um, and it was, it was ultimately, it was just such a meaningful experience for me um, and I, I loved my senior capstone so that was a good semester and then second semester or my first semester, my first second semester um, was even better than fall. Spring 2021 was impeccable for me Genuinely. I was still vibing on the Collegian. Um, Like the Collegian was still really, really great for me. I was on a full course load for the first time in a while. I didn't want to be on a full course load originally, but I needed to get to 12 credits by December of 2021 if I was going to graduate. And I would have like, if I did a reduced course load for spring 2021 and fall 2021, I would have only had to take two more classes in spring of 2022 and it just didn't make sense to pay an extra, like another semester um, when I could just do a full course load. So I did a full course load for the first time in a while. It was really hard, um, but I, I did add drop for a class and the Collegian was like still fine. It was overall, again, a really great semester. I'm trying to remember specifics about it. Oh, my article for the Collegian, which is linked down below. Um, I kind of, again, I feel like I was at a place in my healing journey. And a lot of this had to do with the collegian um, that I felt very good about my like place at Kenyon. And I felt very much like I was contributing positively to the community and the people. Like I just, I felt a part of the community. I felt like I had somewhat come on, come out on the other side. And I was like, what I went through was wrong. And I am a, like, I don't know, after getting off of conditional enrollment and doing really well in my senior seminar and not only doing well, but being really proud of the work that I was doing in the classroom and outside of the classroom, I just got to a point where I was like, I'm not going to be quiet anymore. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to shut up. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to not talk about this. So I did, I wrote an article about my first semester and I, and I said everything that I'd always wanted to say. My Her Campus article, I touched on the fact that Kenyon wanted me to leave and I touched on the fact that the way they handled it made me feel worse, but I had never gone this in depth about how it made me feel worse and how exactly they treated me and why that was so horrible. And I think that article like genuinely publishing it and the response I got and just getting that off of my sh- like that weight off of my shoulders was genuinely and this might sound dramatic but it was like life-changing I again I got into this point where I like I think also in retrospect I think a lot of what was happening at Kenyan with Case Walk and everything just I I, I no longer cared I was like People are being wronged left and right by this institution. And I have been personally wronged by this institution. And I'm no longer going to feel like that was my fault because it wasn't. So I just got to a point where I was like, I'm out of here soon. And like, I'm not conditional enrollment. I'm doing great academically. I'm contributing to this community inside and outside of the classroom. Like they, I am going to tell my story. And the way people treated it, like literally it was life-changing because I think while I knew at that point, like this was a hard thing I went through and it like genuinely traumatized me and it impacted the rest of my Kenyan career because the the trauma that, that resurfaced led to me doing not well in school a lot of the time. Um, and the fact that I felt like I couldn't deal with it or talk about it really held me back. I think if I had been able to process it sooner I think things would have just been a lot better for me a lot faster. And um, yeah, and and I think the reason I was able to, part of the reason I was able to get off of conditional enrollment the second semester of my junior year was because I'd finally started talking about it. I finally started letting go of the guilt I felt and the yeah, the guilt and the shame I felt for this thing I had gone through. So that article was genuinely life-changing for me. Designing for the Collegian was like life-changing for me. Um, And then that semester ended and um, I designed the Collegian Magazine Spring Edition, which was really fun. There was an interview with Josh Radner, who I love Josh Radner specifically because he did the movie Liberal Arts And I know there's mixed opinions about liberal arts among Kenyan students, but can I just say, as somebody who tried to kill themselves at Kenyan, that scene, (laughs) that final scene with Dean in the hospital, it's not the final scene, but that scene with Dean in the hospital where Josh Radner is like, don't be a genius that dies young, be a genius that that dies old, like grow old and die old. It's a better arc. And then he's like this right now that you're feeling is a footnote. That scene, like, anyways, like art, life imitates art. Um, but yeah, I, that was a good semester for me. I ended it really, really happy. Um, and then fall of 2021, I think was, I don't know. I feel like every semester just got better and better. I was also working at admissions and I loved working for admissions. It was the best job I had on campus. I had a like, less an ideal job when I worked at the library junior year and I got fired from that and it was a very hard experience that I'll touch on later when I talk about case walk um but yeah this last semester at Kenyon probably was my favorite it was the first semester I did a full course load and I didn't add drop I it was a full course load I every single class was for a grade I didn't do add drop or I didn't do pass fail for any of them if I said add drop before I meant pass fail um I did three classes for a credit, and then the last one was pass fail. My spring twenty twenty one, but fall twenty twenty one, every single class I was doing for a grade, I still got A's and B's in all of them. I'm really proud of myself. It was the first semester I did a full full course load, and and only got like the, the lowest grade I got was like a B. So that that was a, that was really big for me, and I also like it was one of the busiest semesters I've ever had. I was working on an article the whole semester for the Collegian magazine, which again will be out sometime soon. Um, I don't know um, if it's out some like relatively soon after this g- comes out, I'll link it down below. But if not, then. I'll share it on my social media anyway, so just follow my Twitter and you can read it then. Um, and it's not just about me; I it's like about the history of mental health care on campus. Um, like I did archival research and some interviews, but like I also included my own experience. Um, but so I was working on that all semester. I was designing the newspaper by myself that semester. Um, I had a co-designer, code like I said, for fall of 2020 and spring of 2021 but fall 2021 it was all me baby um it was kind of rough at first but I got into a really good routine and it honestly like genuinely wasn't that hard um don't get me wrong it was hard in the sense that you do it every week and it becomes kind of like you get like fatigued and I, I made some like I started I found myself starting to make mistakes and they gave me a week off and they just did like a digital like they just published the articles online and that was really nice. But um, overall that semester was like incredible. I felt so appreciated on the Collegian constantly. Um, I'm really proud of the work that I did designing a weekly newspaper. Like I look back at some of them and I'm like, or not even some of them, I look back at like the work I created and I'm like, this is pretty solid. Like the things line up, the photos look good. Like overall, There aren't that many design mistakes. Like I did a good job designing that paper, and I was doing it by myself. And I was working for admissions, working on a very emotionally heavy article. And what else was I doing? I was on a full course, it was just a lot. Um, And then I graduated, and here I am now. Um, Yeah, being a super senior was really fun. I graduated in December. her fake little graduation ceremony. Um, I'm technically invited to graduate again, but I will not be doing that. Um, I am coming to senior week, so I will be doing that because in spring of 2021, I think I m- might have been able to stay if I emailed somebody, but like the college was just telling me, like, if you're not graduating, you need to be moved out by this time. And then somebody I knew from the class of 2021 was like, I think if you talk to this person, you might be able to, like, stay. But at that point, I already had plans of leaving. And I also thought it might depress me. Um, And I think after, like, fall of 2021, I honestly feel really close to a lot of the, like, class of 2022. And I know a lot of people who took the whole year off and We're originally class of 2021 that are now now graduating class of 2022, so I don't even feel like I would feel super isolated at senior week events, so I'm still planning on going um, unless they don't allow people to come back, but I've been told I can come back, so unless that changes, I will be going. I got an email about, like, confirming whether I'm going to the ceremony, and then it was like, there'll be a separate one for senior week later, so hopefully... I get in. I get to go because I really want to go to Senior Week. Okay, so now comes the point. We're almost at an hour, but this next segment will probably be ten minutes. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but now I've gotten to the point in my little. That was my chronological journey at Kenya for the most part. Um, I'm trying to remember anything else. Oh, I was in a few acting classes. I really love talking about this. Um, I just, I took acting classes for fun, even though I was not a drama major. It was really great. Um, Ben Vicelio, icon. Um, (laughs) um, Character analysis, that class slapped. Like it just did. I was vibing. Um, Yeah, the the classes I was taking my last semester were also just like so fun as well. I, I just had a great semester. It was a great semester, genuinely. Um, but the point, my main point now, I'm going to rant. If you don't like rants, skip this part. If you are one of those people who goes to college and is like, my alma mater can do no wrong, I cannot relate to you. I cannot. I'm sorry, I cannot. Um, I think that as much as I love Kenyon, as much as I genuinely think Kenyon was the best choice in college for me personally, I think what makes Kenyon is the students. And, the things they contribute to the campus life that make it as wonderful as it is. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of the times, and this has happened recently and it's happened in the past, I think the administration makes decisions that undermine the well being and all that of the students. And because the students know what makes their Kenyan experience what it is, and are the ones who actively work to make it as amazing as it is, a lot of these decisions just end up making Kenya a worse place to be. So I just like, I don't know, I get very frustrated sometimes because I think a lot of it feels pointless to me. For example, I'm going to go on a rant about something that happened before many of your, of the, People I went to like before they even got to Kenyon, because um, this happened my my first year. Kenyon once had this thing called the peer counselors, and they got rid of the peer counselors. And the argument for getting rid of the peer counselors was that they were taking on too much of a clinical role. So naturally, the solution was to get rid of the peer counselors and add no other clinical support. Right, right. And clini- like the peer counselors were not happy with this decision. They loved the work they were doing, and. Do I think that the students shouldn't have had to pick up the slack where the college didn't have resources? Yes, but they were willing to do it and they genuinely enjoyed doing it. And most of the college appreciated the resource. They got rid of this resource. And then like, it, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. It's like, if the students feel that there is some kind of gap and they're filling it, like what is the point of the college coming in and being like, no. <sighs> and then Casewalk. So as I alluded to, I was fired from a job. Now, ultimately it was a good thing that I was fired from this job because I don't really, I didn't love the job, okay? But I was fine at the job. Like I just, I missed a few meetings and because I was dealing with sleep issues and um, they called me into a individual meeting and I was like, I am having this like medical issue which is impacting my sleep because it was like genuine like insomnia impacted by like mental health issues that were like preventing me from sleeping and my my therapist was even like i mean this is like not it's not like you're staying up like you're having like these issues my therapist said this which is why i was able to medically withdraw from a few classes because of sleep and mental health issues like i had a doctor that was verifying what I was saying I wasn't pulling this out of my ass and I was like is there just any way I can be accommodated meetings are just too early for me and basically I don't they were just they were horrible to me in my opinion um I was told that it would be unfair to the other students to accommodate me because every college student is going through a lot um which is just stupid um and frankly ableist um, when I explained that I had sleep issues, my former boss was like, oh yeah, I don't like getting up in the morning too. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I, I physically cannot get up in the morning because I physically cannot go to bed at night. And she was like, no, no, I get what you're saying. But it was just like, it was so dismissive. I eventually started crying and she was like, do you want me to walk you over to the counseling center? So it was just, it was generally like. It was not a good time, and I have to say, working for the Office of Admissions, like, I really, I, it was a completely different tune, and I don't think every, like, section of student employment at Kenyan necessarily has bad supervisors, but this was just genuinely a horrible experience, so I'm very pro-case walk, uh, not even just because of my own experiences, but because, like I've said, I think Kenyan students know what would make their experiences as students better. And they often are the ones pushing for it and and being willing to fill that space. Hi, if I am at a different angle, um, that's because my audio cut out and my disc was full. So it took me 15 minutes, um, maybe not that long, but it took me a little bit to clear up enough space to finish recording this. So anyways, I don't remember what I was saying um, exactly, but I just, I genuinely don't understand how, even if you aren't necessarily pro-case walk, you can look at the college's handling of things and not be like that stupid, like genuinely idiotic in my humble opinion. Like hiring an expensive union-busting lawyer instead of just like better compensating like student workers that are crucial to the college's functioning, like why? Genuinely, why getting rid of the farm? Genuinely, why? I'm getting a Save the Farm shirt from Casewalk. Um, I'll wear it in a podcast in future episodes. I just think that I don't know. It just it genuinely doesn't make sense to me. And I think a lot of the decisions just end up making Kenyan a worse place to be for people who are already probably struggling there in some capacity. Getting, like, the lack of mental health resources and then getting rid of peer counselors and not doing anything to make up for it, seemingly. Maybe they have. But I don't know. I, I don't think that they've done anything to replace it. That, like, just doesn't make sense to me. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, and it ultimately just makes Kenyan a harder place to be for people who are mentally ill, it just does. And I think being mentally ill shaped my entire Kenyan experience because of what happened my first semester, because of the trauma and Kenyan's response and the way that I felt, and I feel like I was made to feel about my role at Kenyan and my place at Kenyan and how that was connected to my illness. I knew I had depression in high school, but I don't feel like I felt the weight of my mental illness until I got to college and I felt extremely out of place and like I didn't deserve to be there because I was in pain and I just I don't think that's fair and I think while it's a different thing I think those who the people who started Case Walk and the fact that so many people support them it's because at the end of the day, a lot of people who need these jobs to be at Kenyan are, are suffering, and and for me, it just it feels very similar. Where it's like at the end of the day, the people that are being hurt most by Kenyan's union busting decisions and Kenyan's getting rid of the farm are the students who like need it the most. The students that need the jobs to to do well, who needed that farm that experience on the farm to like get like to build those skills to then pursue those careers like it just it ends up hurting students it just ends up hurting students and it ends up making kenyan a harder place to be for people who are already having a hard time and um and not having a hard time in that they're like struggling every day but just that it's just making kenyan a less accessible and nice <laughs> place to get a degree and so I have a problem with it. Um, for me personally, the bi- my biggest like issue has always been the mental health care. And that's why I wrote an article for the Collegiate magazine. Because I wanted to kind of highlight that I feel like this has kind of always been an issue. But also that there have been moments in Kenyon's history where there have been glimmers of hope. And students filling the gaps. And then the college shut that down. And um, yeah. I just think that what made my Kenyan experience and what ultimately pulled me out of the dark hole that I was in for a little bit at Kenyan and what ultimately like made my last few semesters there so incredible were the students, the people, the teachers, my professors, everybody who helped me like feel a part of the community and helped me feel valued and helped me feel like what I had to say and who I was as a person mattered. Those are the people those are the people that make Kenyan what it is. And not those exact people, but those kinds of people. That's the heart of Kenyan. That's the beauty of Kenyan. that you live there for four years with these people, and you all live somewhat similar experiences. You walk the same path. <laughs> um, you eat the same food. It's like a very like nice, common experience in a lot of ways. Obviously, there are different things that make it harder for some people, but I think there's just... A lot of beauty in Kenyan and in the community. And I think at the heart of the community is the students. and I think the administration, a lot of the decisions I've seen them making, I feel like ultimately undermine the students and don't consider the students. And I think that that's just unfair because the student body is what makes Kenyan what it is. Um, it's what puts on forty productions of theater productions a year. It's what's it it's what's constantly coming up with new like clubs and it it's the students it's the students that make Kenyan and to not give them a fair voice and to undermine them I just feel like is unfair and not that they're ever gonna watch and honestly if anybody ever watched like I i I never got an apology for anything. And that's okay. I don't need an apology. I just want things to be better. And that's why I, why I wrote my article in the first place for the the Kenyan, for the Collegian, uh, my op-ed. Because I, I want things to be better. And I want anybody who has experienced something similar to not feel alone. And not feel like, yeah, not not feel like guilty for it and... It took me a while. It took me a while to get where I am, in like in dealing with everything that happened to me, and and I'm I'm proud of everything that I was able to accomplish, and I'm proud of the fact that I've been able to maybe make some good impact, some people at least, with through writing, and and yeah. So that was my time at Kenyon. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly. My honest opinions. My rants. Um, If you are a prospective student watching this or you got into Kenyan and are deciding whether you wanted, that's the same thing. If um, you're about to go to Kenyan and you need advice, I don't think I gave much of it, but I hope you at least got a glimpse into what one person's Kenyan experience was. Um, Don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't be afraid to cause little chaos, to disrupt the peace, to stand up for what you believe in and speak out when things are not going the way they should at the college and if you're watching this um at Kenyon, um I want to thank some people who made my Kenyan experience what it was um shout out to Linnea, Amanda, Jordy, Joe, everybody at the Collegian um Sophie I've mentioned everybody in AST, my big Kristen, my little Katie um my friend, Liza, <laughs> I, like I I could go on and on. Um, my friend, Emma, Ezra, my bestie who I lived with the spring of 2021, another reason it was so great, McIlvain D4 forever. Um, yeah, I. the people, the people are what make Kenyon. And I hope the administration gives the students a bit more of a voice. I just, sometimes I get frustrated. I get frustrated because I feel like things I went through didn't have to happen and they don't have to happen to other people. And I hope that things change. Genuinely, more than anything, I want things to be better. Um, So yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of the Emmy Awards. Sorry about the technical difficulties and any angle changes. Um, I don't know what the next episode will be. I will be in New York at some point. Maybe the next episode will be with my sister. Maybe it will be about Gilmore Girls. I don't know. Um, I hope this episode was cohesive and good and sorry that it was long or weird or any I'm sorry for apologizing so much, but, um, go lords, go ladies. Josh Bradner, if you happen to listen to this, please DM me. I would like to speak about liberal arts. Thank you. Um, yeah, go lords, go ladies, except they're changing the moniker because they should. Um... For the record, I don't like the Lords and Ladies moniker, but, like, what else am I going to say? Go, Kenyan? No, I have to say go, Lords, go, Ladies. When they make it something else, and I'll say that. Like, I am not—I call the CAC the Lowry Center now. I can grow. So, anyways. Um, yeah. And, like, this really—it it can't even capture everything about my Kenyan experience because there's so much— um, that I could say. I could probably write a book about my Kenyan experience, but I hope that I kind of like gave a good overview of like my journey and my thoughts on the experience. Um, Thank you to everybody who made it what it is. Thank you to anybody who listens to this podcast. Um, Comment down below your favorite traditions for Kenyan. I love a good Pierce giving. Um, I love a good banana chocolate chip cookie in Pierce. Um, I miss those banana chocolate chip cookies. I love middle path. I accept the fact that it should be paved. They should pave middle path. Um but there's a DBT skill called the middle path and anytime I'm in DBT and they mention it I'm like <laughs> middle path, but it's not it's not the same thing. Um Yeah, go lords, go ladies. Um I do genuinely love a lot of my Kenyan experience. I just there was bad too and I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Um But yeah, I do, I miss Gambier. I love my little routine there. I miss designing the Collegian. I miss driving to Tim Hortons on Sundays after group therapy and getting a, a breakfast sandwich and a large sweet tea. Oh, Ohio. Anyways, if you have any questions about Kenyon College or stories you want to share about Kenyon let me know. I'm, I'm thinking about having guests on this podcast eventually. So that's something maybe perhaps. Um, but yeah, I gotta go. It's almost one in the morning because I started filming this at 11 and then I had technical difficulties for like 20 minutes. Um, so yeah, struggle bus, but, um, go Lords, go ladies. Kenyon college, get your shit together.